You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to the Nine Finger Chronicles podcast, brought to you by Exodus Trail Cameras, the number one podcast for bow hunting product information and hunting stories from across the nation. And now, here's your nine-fingered host, Dan Johnson. And it is a hump day. Hopefully everybody's having a, a good week today. I know my legs are still just a little bit sore from Sunday. I went on a seven-hour shed hunt with my buddy Ryan, and we found a grand total of zero sheds. Um, depends on who you talk to in my area. We had several people say a lot of them are dropped, and we had a handful of people say, well, about 40% are dropped. And then I talked to another guy who said that all of his big bucks are, are still holding. So I got a kind of a wide range of answers Um to be honest, if I could go back and switch things up, I would probably go either this upcoming weekend or the weekend after and uh, do that same walk, but saw a lot of really good sign on a new piece of property that I picked up, and um, it's one of those pieces of property that often gets overlooked by hunters because you know you look at it from a map or you look at it from a road, and it might just be a little... A little finger that comes on the property but that finger is connected to a bigger chunk of managed property um, so I, I kind of look for areas like that where there they may, they may be small parcels but they're right parcels and uh, and and uh, we hunted we shed hunted one of those my buddy Ryan found a deadhead I found a deadhead of two bucks that you know were studs you could tell their skulls were huge and uh they had the ability to be something special but uh they were dead from who knows what i think the 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 deadhead that my buddy ryan found was a, a velvet kill from maybe last summer it looked like it uh you know from the antlers it looked like at some point in time it had velvet on it that kind of rotted off but yeah no sheds um i'm looking to get in probably not this week but next week uh 
jump into uh, a day or two of uh, shed hunting after work. But other than that, today's podcast, we are going to be talking with a gentleman named Andrew Walter. He is the owner of Wild Edge, and uh, they make a product called the Step Ladder. And uh, while you listen to this podcast, I suggest you go to wildedge.com, I believe is the the name of the the website, and uh, check out their product. Uh, Wild Edge Inc. W I L D E D G E I N C dot com. Wild Edge Inc. And look at the product while, if you can. If not, uh, check it out at a later date. It's pretty pretty cool. But it's uh, it's a step that goes onto a tree, and uh, multiple of these steps they're not screw in. It's uh, basically rope tension that holds it in and the way that they do it kind of camp they cam it down i'll let uh uh, andrew explain that but kind of a pretty interesting product for a guy who's looking for a low profile run and gun type setup i can see how this is uh this would be would be kind of cool and i would love someday to uh have uh, someone on the show who has used this product uh, in the past and do a product review on it to see if it uh, as is as exciting of a product as it looks. I, I I look at it and my very first experience is okay, this is cool. I wonder how it works. So I um, I'd love to get somebody on the show who actually has used it before to kind of go with this podcast. But on this podcast, uh, Andrew is going to talk about some company history, the product. Itself, the uh, the uses uh, for this product and uh, some of the other products that they have in their product line. It's a pretty cool and interesting podcast of a of a product that I can see having functionality, but doesn't have. It's a, kind of a new company, so to speak. Even though it's an old product, it's a it's a new company because it's the first time they're really getting it out there. So uh, lots of cool information on today's podcast. Two things, real quick. One. Uh, Wild Edge and Andrew have decided to take part in the giveaway, uh, a product giveaway. So listen until the end of this podcast to learn how to win an eight-piece set of the Wild Edge stepladder. So um, um, I will uh, give you information at the end of the podcast. But before we get into today's podcast, let's hear from Matt Klein of Exodus Trail Cameras about the main failure points of trail cameras today? Well, there are a plethora of reasons uh, why trail cameras typically fail. But if I had to pick just one, it's water. And I think most of us could probably, you know, say that that's common sense. Moisture and water are the number one enemy of trail cameras. And the way that a lot of cameras are built these days, um, they're not made proficiently to keep water out. And that's something that we noticed right off the bat when we started designing the Exodus lift was, you know, we were, we were testing all these cameras on the market and, and realizing that so many of them were, were basically made to allow water in. And, and, you know, I don't know if they were designed that way or if it just was a poor design or whatever, but that's essentially what was making so many of these cameras fail. You have to think about a a product that's sitting on a tree 365 days a year um, through all of the spring showers, through, you know, um, the freeze and thaw of winter and all of these things that most of our consumer electronics don't have to go through. 
And it's pretty easy to see that that's the biggest reason why. There are a lot of things that we can do to make that not an issue. But typically when you're fighting for price and, and to become the best you know, price point product, that's hard to do. And I think that's where most of these cameras are falling short. If you've heard it one time, you've heard it a thousand times by now, make sure you guys go to exodusoutdoorgear.com. Check out the rest of the benefits and features of this trail camera. And if you do decide to purchase, enter the code nine fingers at checkout. That's the number nine followed by the word fingers, and you will receive $20 off of your purchase. That's uh, that's a decent cut. So uh, let's get into today's gear podcast with Andrew Walter of Wild Edge Inc. All right, on the phone with me now, Andrew Walter. How you doing today, Andrew? I'm doing great, Dan. Yourself? Can't complain. Get to talk hunting, uh, hunting equipment and stuff like that for the next uh, hour or so. And so just the, just a real quick backstory. Um, it's the power of social media, right? I, I get, I get guys contacting me all the time about, Hey, check this company out, check this brand out, check this, uh, company out, whatever. So recently I had a guy send me an email or a a Facebook message and he's like, Hey, you need to check out this wild game Inc. stepladder. And I look at it and I, I must say I am quite intrigued by, by this product. Andrew, are you, are you the owner of this company? I am. Okay, cool. So I tell you what, let's start at the very beginning of this of this product and how you became involved in it. Why don't you just kind of tell us the story of this product and how it is that you acquired it? Okay. I uh, I actually, I grew up with the inventor, Jim Stepp. He, uh, he and I've known him since I was 12 years old. I've been bow hunting all over New England with him, you know, basically my entire life um, hunting. And, uh, you know, I met him at a bow hunter safety course. I was a junior instructor, and he and his buddy came down from Maine to hunt Connecticut, and Connecticut has strict rules, so they had to take the bow hunter safety course. So I met him there when I was 14 years old and uh, developed a relationship. And uh, it was funny, he actually, Jim saw my dad pull out a bunch of private land permission slips that he was showing as he was teaching the course, you know, talking about regulations. And uh, Jim and his buddy kind of, you know, perked up, and they showed us uh, the product that Jim has had, and he said, you know, I'll, I'll trade you some steps for uh, some private land permission. And our relationship began since then, and he's like a grandfather to me, very close family friend. And, um, you know, I've been using the stepladder for my entire life. I've used all kinds of other climbing aids and climbing systems. And, you know, I got in after college and after the Army, I started traveling the world doing suburban deer management. And uh, living away from home for eight to ten months a year, you know, traveling all over. Got a little old, got married, and uh, Jim kind of looked at me after he was uh, burnt out. Never really did much with the company, but, you know, it, he was working back before marketing, back before the Internet, before e-commerce, and he was selling an L.B. and Kittery Trading Post up in Maine and kind of called it quits and then um, kind of looked at me and said, you know, I could see you taking this over and running with it, so gave me the opportunity and, here I am today. We kind of took the company and ran with it. Okay. So for for everybody who's listening right now, you need to go check out wildedgeinc.com and take a look at this product while we talk 
while we talk about it because it is really not like any other climbing system that is out there on the market as far as hunting uh, is concerned because it's not a screw and step and it's not a stick. It's like a single step. But before we get into into all that, um, when you when you acquired, did you did you end up buying the company from him then? I did. Yeah. Okay. We, uh, you know, it was kind of a gentleman's agreement at the time because you know, like I said, he's family to me. So, yep. yep uh, he's uh, seventy years old today, and he's still hunting with me. And the reason he developed the step ladder is because he lost his leg in Vietnam, so he couldn't um, climb alternately. You know, bringing both you know, one leg up at a time, he had to have, build a stable platform for both feet. So that's kind of why the stepladder came into existence, was for his own needs. Okay. So, you know, and I'm thinking about a guy with one leg trying to climb, you know, a, a tree stand. It, it probably wouldn't work on, like, the, the alternating sticks that I use. But why didn't he go with, like, a ladder stand? Um, why didn't why didn't he go with some of the other methods that are out there? Maybe even like a a climber per se. What what drove him that, as far as you know, to to create this pro this particular product? It's basically just the way Jim's brain works. He is the most ingenious guy I've ever met in my life. His brain's always racing. He's invented multiple products, um, everything from cars to firewood processors. He was a logger growing up. You know, he has done everything and. You know, it's the advantage of stepladder is it's so compact. It's, you know, you're carrying a set of eight steps will get you 16, 18 feet, and there's eight pounds in a one-foot-long carry bag by seven inches wide. So, right. you know, it's all it's lightweight, compact, and you can carry it into the woods, you know, instead of carrying a bundle of sticks over your shoulders or a huge climbing ladder. Okay. So... So was he a run-and-gun style hunter by nature? Is Because this right here screams low profile it screams you know mobile um right. and is was that the kind of style of hunting that that he did yeah he uh he grew up and he spent his whole life in maine so you know we call those mainers up there you know they're all run and gun you know just blaze into the woods set up a set and hunt um you know it's a whole different different style of hunting in the northeast opposed to the midwest and out west um but you know he he just had a design in his head, and he just made it. And the biggest thing he wanted was obviously lightweight and a stable platform for both feet at one time. So as you're climbing, both feet are on one step, and you're attached to the tree with a linesman belt. And then you pull one step out of the bag at a time, out of your carry bag around your shoulder, slap it around the tree, cam it over. It's strong, and then he could, he could bring one leg up at a time, bring his good leg up and then his bad leg, and keep going up the tree. Okay. So, you know, it was all, all necessity, and... Just an ingenious invention. Gotcha. So, you know, sometimes, as far as business is concerned, you can have a guy who is like like uh, Mr. Step was, and just an ingenious inventor, right? He he designed a product, but sometimes, and I'm I'm not not passing judgment here, but sometimes those kind of people aren't very good at selling the product. Um, when you when you took this product over, what was the goal uh, as far as the company uh, was concerned? Are you guys going to plan on doing any product redesign, or is this a product that you are now just focusing on marketing in like today's hunting environment, today's world? Well, the, 
biggest thing, you know, Jim, he is, he's the inventor of all inventors. And I don't want to say he didn't have a good business mind. All of, what I want to say is he was, he brought this product, you know, he brought to the market in 1994. So you're not, there was no internet. There was no e-commerce. Right. There wasn't all this social media. And there's really, the only way to get it out was, you know, at trade shows or word of mouth or in a couple stores you'd get into. Um, so, you know, our goal was to just bring this back to life, knowing that we could explode this and get the visibility that we needed. So he was actually talking to a couple couple big companies. They were interested in buying the manufacturing rights and the patent um, back in 2012. And, um, you know, he, he would kind of saw the interest, and his buddy actually put a YouTube video up for him of an old commercial they had of the stepladder. And that YouTube video just went viral. And he, had, he hadn't been selling the steps for years. And uh, people kept calling his house and wanting the stepladder, and they were very interested. You know, it was right when YouTube kind of started getting big. And uh, he saw the need for it, and he sold, I think it was over 100,000 steps out of his basement in Maine. And that's when he kind of saw the, the real importance of the Internet. And that's right. kind of around the time, you know, these big companies were contacting him. But just the way he is, just a man of his heart, you know, wears his heart on his sleeve. He looked at me and said, kid, you want this? Take it and run. Oh, nice. Nice. That's awesome. So, uh, from a, from a business standpoint, again, what is, as the new owner of this company, what is your goal, uh, as far as, uh, bringing this particular product to the forefront and competing in a very difficult market as far as, uh, tree stands are concerned? Well, I'd say my biggest goal is I want to be, you know, the one-stop shop for, you know, the, you know, the ultimate climbing system. You know, I want to be, my biggest market is guys that are, A, hunting on public land because the stepladder is 100% legal on public land because you're not harming the tree. So you can't use screwing steps. Then again, you know, we, we're one of the lightest weight climbing systems on the market and the most compact. So, you know, you see these guys with pictures of going on hunting trips out west and they have the whole bed of their truck loaded with climbing sticks and ladders and all this metal and, you know, it's taking up the whole bed of the truck where you could have 20, 20 sets of steps on your back seat and it's not taking up any room in your truck. So I want to be, you know, the ultimate climbing system store. You know, and then you get into the guys that are hunting out of saddle slings. They want a platform for their feet when they're hunting out of a sling. Well, the stepladder works great because you can put a foot platform all the way around the tree. Um, and then you get into the strength the strength of our system. You know, our ropes are have a 2,800-pound tensile strength. Um, we hung a 3,000-pound tractor by one step. We've hung four-wheelers, UTVs. They are mold and mildew resistant. They, they don't soak up water. Squirrels and rodents don't eat them, so they're safe. So another aspect of our all our systems is safety. In order to assemble a step ladder, you have to attach the tree with lines and belt. So basically, I just want to be, I've always, you know, I've always been different. I've always, my life has been revolving around bow hunting and just hunting in general, and I'm just, 100 percent obsessed with being in the woods and i'm a simple simple guy and i like simple things and you know the more i get into this business i realize there's a lot of guys out there like me that like simple things that right. work that are easy and make sense so i want all my products i'm developing to make sense be simple and easy for everyone to use so you know our Makes goal is to, yeah so you know okay. like i said i'm yep all right so now let's get into the makeup of this product why don't you tell us what this product, what a step encompasses, and what it's made out of. 
Okay, so you basically have your we have a set, we have a set of eight, ten, twelve, or sixteen. So all depending on how high you want to climb. You know, your set of eight typically gets you sixteen, eighteen feet. You always figure two, two and a half feet apart um, on average. So it comes in a nice carry bag. Um, each step has its own rope on it, polypropylene rope. Um, it's very strong. So basically, you carry this um, set of steps around your shoulder into the woods or in your backpack. And uh, each step weighs a pound apiece. And as you get to your stand or where you want to put your tree stand up, you pull, put the bag over your shoulder, unzip the bag, and you pull one step out at a time. So all you really need is a, a linesman belt to climb. And uh, they're made out of 16-gauge steel, so it's 065 wall. And it's, you know, it's a malleable steel, so it, you know, it's bendable, but you can always bend it back. It'll never break. So you know, they're extremely, extremely strong. Uh, versatile as you're going up the tree the advantage is you know if you want to change the direction of your climb I always tell guys if you're standing at the bottom of the tree and you're looking up and you think your stand is going to go on one side of the tree but you get halfway up the tree and the whole world changes well all you do is if you want your stand now on the other side of the tree just uncam the step slide it over and cam it down and you 100% change the direction of your climb you go right around the tree okay so you know so how does it attach to the tree per se? There's, I'm looking at it now and I don't see any type of buckles or straps. I mean, there's, no, there's the rope that goes around the tree, but nothing to no, no connectors of any kind. Right. And that, that's the other advantage. You know, you're not walking in the woods with, you know, with ratchet straps that are noisy or, you know, all you have is each step in the bag has a rope on each step. So that rope, we splice it onto the step. You know, in a very strong way, the rope is wrapped through itself and then spliced back inside itself. So I always tell people, picture, you know, the Chinese finger traps. That's the way our rope works. It's hollow braid polypropylene. So the more force you put on that rope, the harder it stretches, the harder it is it is holding to the step. So one, one side is spliced on. You take that rope, you put it around the tree, grab it with your other hand, and then it's a simple, simple loop. It's not even a knot. You go through the triangular gusset of the step, back around through the rope and the rung, and then you make your loop. And then you throw the tail end of the rope right back through the rope, the, the rope, find your tension, and once you get your tension, you cam that step up. The whole way the, the way the system works, people look at a you know, two-dimensional picture online, they're like, I, I don't understand how it can be so tight. Well, the way it's tight is you get that tension right, you pull those standoffs up, those um, two bars that are sticking into the tree, up above the plane of the rope going around the tree so it's higher, and then you cam it down with as much force as you want, and then that step is solid. So, and if you ever forget that loop, it's right there on the carry bag, which is our step ladder logo. Gotcha, gotcha. So, from a from a learning curve perspective, how long does it take for a guy to be able to? So, I'll, I'll back up a step. I use a lone wolf stick. Lone, a four lone wolf sticks and a lone wolf uh, hang on. And I can set that thing up depending on the tree anywhere between five on a really straight tree to 10 to 15 minutes. If I got to, you know, maneuver my way around some big branches, what are we, what are, and that's taken me, you know, several years to master that, you know, tearing up and setting down and stuff like that. What's the learning curve on a product like this? How easy is it to to set up and tear down? Well, it's, you know, I, I'm kind of an outlier because I've been using these steps my entire life. But, you know, you look at buddies of mine that I teach them one time. My, my little sister, she's a little deer killer. I taught her 
you know, once, and she had it down, you know, immediately. But it's all about finding that tension in the step. I can honestly climb 20 feet in less than five minutes, you know, effortlessly. And then, like you said, you get into branches, and then you're going in and out around branches, and it gets, you know, it takes a little longer. But, you know, as long as it takes some practice, let's put it that way. You know, once you have to find that right tension, and once you get get the hang of it, you know, I I could tie that loop upside down backwards underwater. You know, it's, it's so simple. And people look at that knot, which is what I found at trade shows. You know, they say they... They saw this product online on YouTube, and they looked at that that loop, and, you know, it, it looked complicated to them. And then they see it in person, and, you know, their whole demeanor changes, and they're like, you know, this is so much simpler than I ever thought. So it's, you know, it, 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 takes, some, it takes some practice, put it that way. Okay. Obviously. Um, so when, when using this product, um, and I'm just – talking as a, a hardcore bow hunter who does a lot of run and gun hunting um, I see metal on metal contact right when and that's one thing as a, a guy who's running and gunning everybody's like hey I don't want to I don't want to make hardly any noise how what's the sound like from you know the point where you're taking it out of the bag to hanging it on the tree there's literally no sound I mean you, you imagine carrying, climbing, you know, every guy has their own method, but, you know, I always, I've used everything. So you, you imagine carrying, climbing sticks through the woods. You either have to have them strapped to your backpack or over your shoulder, most likely. And, you know, those are big pieces of metal sticking over your shoulder that you're walking through vines. And, you know, anyone can walk through an open field and not make noise, but the advantage of the stepladder is the bag is actually closer at the top. So you can take that bag and you can shake it around. You can try to dump those steps out, you know, taking that bag and putting it upside down, and those steps do not move, they don't make a sound, they don't rattle together, and they will not fall out. Once you open the bag and put it around your shoulder, you just keep opening the bag more and more as you take more and more steps out as you're climbing, and, you know, obviously, if you're coming down from a tree and you slam that step back into the bag, it's going to make metal-on-metal contact, but, you know, if you're careful, it's not going to make any noise, especially putting them up on a tree. The only noise you're making is camming that step over, and it it only sounds natural. It's just, you know, digging into the bark and camming over. Like a thud? Like a, is it, is it a snap or is it just? Yeah, that's what I, I tell people a lot of times, you know, I said, listen for that snap. You know, you can do it really slowly and not make any noise, but it's kind of a comfort when you get that tension right and you slam that step over. I, I tell guys, I said, put as much force into that as you possibly can. You know, I tell them, you know, some guys will say, I can't get them tight enough. I say, well, you know, put a little a little effort into it, a little testosterone into it, and cam that thing right over as hard as you want. And once you hear that snap, it's almost like a, you know, it's like taking a stick and hitting it against a tree. It, it's like a comfort feeling knowing that that thing's solid. Right. And, you know, as you're climbing, you know it's solid when you can climb right up the side of them. That's the advantage of the guys using them out of saddles, saddle slings as a platform is you can step on them sideways, you can jump on them, you can run around on them, and they're not going to move. Okay. So, so we get back running and gunning so that's why we developed the aider so i you know i've got on a lot of these forums like saddle hunter forum and guys are always talking i'm sure you've heard about aiders when you're using climbing sticks you know an aider is basically an extension rope that you you can take less stick into the woods and climb higher you're using that rope as an extra step well i came up with an aider design that's fully adjustable you can go from six feet to a foot and a half in adjustment and i can take a set of eight steps that normally climbs you know, 16 to 18 feet, and I can go 30 feet with this aider. So you're taking eight pounds into the woods, and this one aider that weighs 
less than half a pound, and you're climbing 30 feet. So there's your running gun solution. Is that a... Are you able, I mean, I'm, and I'm talking to you, someone who is experienced with this product, are you able to make one trip up the tree without having yes. to go back down to get any, like, a, attach a bow rope, get anything like that? Oh, yeah, that's, you know, like I said, I'm such a simple guy, I and <clears throat> I'm not lazy, but I hate doing extra steps, especially when it comes to hunting, you know. Right. You run into the woods and you only have a couple hours to hunt, the last thing you want to do is, try to set up a set for a whole hour of your hunt so you know i do a lot of uh public land hunting with access by my kayak and you know public land there again you can't i'll take a set of six or eight steps in my aider in my kayak and i'll be wearing my sling sling hunting's getting huge we're working on developing our own sling yeah um and you know i have my sling around my waist i have my bow strapped to my backpack i have the steps around my shoulder and my aider and I'm up that tree effortlessly, all set up, ready, ready to hunt in you know less than ten minutes. Nice, nice. I'm looking at, I'm watching the video right now of uh, you and the aider. How many? You said four steps, and the aider will get you how high? Well, I basically six steps will get you twenty feet comfortably. That you know, a set of eight, you're up there thirty feet, no problem. And you know, I'm that's not stretching it. You know, so you're basically taking away every other to every two steps. So your first gotcha. step when you walk up to the tree, you put your first step at your chest level. Your next step, you put it up as high as you can possibly reach and cam that step over. So then you take the aider and attach it to that highest step that you snapped on, right. pull it down, and then there's your first step. So basically your third step, you're already up, you know, near 12 feet. Wow. All right, I'm 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 getting interested in this. Um, so, all right, so you got the aider, and that can that can help reduce some of the uh, weight drastically from what it looks like. Um, now, there's no rules or regulations against this on public land, right? No, it is uh, 100% legal on public land. You know, I as I was at the Harrisburg trade show, Great American. Great American Outdoor Trade Show. You know, I was right next to the Pennsylvania Bow Hunters Association, and I guess Pennsylvania has some of the strictest um, public land rules against harming the tree. And they were saying that they were looking at the steps, and they said, this is 100% legal as long as, you know, any step is legal as long as you're not breaking the Cambrian layer of the tree. Okay. So, you know, they are 100% legal on all public and state land. That's my biggest market is guys that are, you know, hunting state land. Gotcha. So you just mentioned, you know, your biggest market is guys who are, are hunting public property, but who else is this product for, the step Well, as, as I got more into this industry, it's, I quickly saw that, you know, my target market is, you know, guys 30 to, you know, 65, even 70, 75 years old because they want a quality product. They have the money to pay for it. And they want something that's safe, secure, and just makes sense, and is lightweight, you know, and they feel safe on it. You know, guys at the trade show walk by, and they look at it, and they're like, they don't understand how it attaches to the tree and how it could be so strong. And I look at them and say, jump on that thing. Try to break it. You break it, I'll give you as many free sets as you want. You know, and then the second they step on it, their whole demeanor changes. And then especially women and children. Children love climbing because there's so many different ways you can grab that step and climb when a woman hunter walks up to it at a trade show and she's with her husband, it's a guaranteed sale. She looks at her husband and says, these are, these are amazing. I feel so safe on them. Gotcha. You know, so 
it's those people that want a safe, you know, easy to climb, easy to use product. Right. Now, for some of the the climbing sticks that are on the market, there's if the if the tree is a little bit crooked, you know, let's say right or left, the the step will be off center. You know what I mean? It it right. won't be flat. Will will is this product leveling uh, the? Uh, is it able to be leveled any direction? That's the that's the other big thing about the step ladder is you can climb any tree. I mean, you take a climbing stick and you have to have at least a three foot section of clear tree where there's no limbs. You can take that step ladder and you can weave in and out of trees. You can go sideways on a tree. You know, I'll go up a tree and I'll get to the crotch of a tree, and you know when a crotch splits, you know it's at a, it's at an angle. I'll go sideways on that angle. And I can step on that step sideways, and there is just unlimited versatility in how you can climb with a step ladder, and that's one of the other big things. So it, it's it it would be level, right? The the crossbar that connects the two bends in this product that would be level. You can level that anyway. Um, if you're so say if you're climbing sideways on a crotch that's leaning out to the right, you know it's not. No, it's always going to follow the line of the tree okay but the advantage is you can step on that step at any position and it's solid you can oh. step on those sidebars on those standoffs. Oh, okay so that's that's safe right you can step on the on those bended bars that's the biggest thing you know guys at trade shows i say climb up that climb up the pole sideways and they'll jump on it sideways and that you know their whole their whole face changes and they're fresh and they're, you know they're amazed gotcha gotcha so how big of a tree um does that rope fit around we have the the basic sets come with six foot ropes, so you know you're looking at a five five and a half foot circumference around the tree, um, you know comfortably because you need a couple inches to tie the loop. But we also offer an eight foot rope um, for guys climbing bigger trees, um, and then we have you know the base set, you know three steps with eight foot ropes on them. You know when you walk up to a tree and the base of the tree is a lot bigger, but you can get a six foot rope around a tree a couple feet up. So you know a lot of guys do buy the eight foot ropes for climbing bigger trees. You know, it's all personal preference. Gotcha. All right. So, this is uh, is this is kind of designed for the public land, not necessarily not necessarily a public land guy, but for guys that like to be mobile, right? Yeah, I mean, I get I get both sides of it. I get guys, you know, I'll, I'll leave steps in the woods for multiple seasons because. You know, I'll take my tree stand down, but I'll leave the steps in the woods because squirrels, rodents, nothing will chew that rope. If the rope does not soak up water, it does not collect mildew and mold, it will not rot. You know, it, it stays. I've had the same sets with the same ropes on them since I was 12 years old. So you get the market of guys that just want to climb into their stand comfortably on the one property they hunt and in and out, and they'll leave the stand in all season and take it down. And then you get the guys that are, the serious, serious run-and-gun guys, guys hunting out of the sling, guys that are always analyzing, you know, I call them gear nuts. You know, they're always weight-conscious gear nuts. They want to take the least amount of climbing system into the woods with the least amount of weight, the least amount of effort, and they analyze everything. And that's, you know, that's that's the way I am. You know, you have those crazy guys that are doing everything they can to minimize weight and to make, you know, a climb effortless. And then you have the guys, the older guys, or the a lot of guys or interested in them that, that are getting their kids into hunting because, you know, we sell the fall restraint rope that 
It's a 30-foot rope with a pressing knot on it with a carabiner, so you tie your safety harness into it, and you push that pressing knot up the rope as you climb, and the kid has, you know, multiple ways to grab that step, and they feel so comfortable. So, you know, it's it's a whole array of different customers. Right. Okay. So you mentioned a couple already. Uh, what are some of the other products that you currently have available? And then we'll get into, uh, I guess, what's coming out. Yeah, we have uh, so, you know our basic sets of steps, the 8, 10, 12. The 8, 10, and 12 were the original sets, and then I came out with the set of 16, which is you know geared towards your guys who want to climb you know 30-plus feet or the guys that are hunting out of a saddle that want to have you know three to four steps as a platform for your feet. Uh, we also have um, the bow wrist, wrist sling that I make out of the rope, and uh, we have the step hanger, which is a actual step that folds up. You know, it's just like any other bow hanger, but it actually follows our public land, you know, mentality of not screwing into the tree. So this step hanger actually goes in between the standoffs of the step and the rope, slides right in, and boom, you have your bow hanger or gun hanger. Uh, we sell the 30-foot safety line that goes, you know, from the top of the tree to the bottom with the pressic nut on it, pressic loop. Uh, we sell lines and belts for climbing with the step ladder that also double as bridges for saddle guys. So we sell those in seven foot and nine foot. Um, then we have our aider, um, which is you know for using least amount of steps to climb as high as possible. And then we have our basic apparel. And we're uh, this spring we will be coming out with our first uh, saddle swing um, that I've I've been working on designing for the last couple months, and uh, also our own safe uh, safety belt. Nice, nice. So, are you a saddle hunter? Or are you, I am. you are. Okay. So I've never, I've never been a saddle hunter and I've, I've never really had an in-depth conversation with uh, a saddle hunter. Explain to the listeners what a saddle for bow hunting is. It's basically just picture a rappelling harness. You know, okay. when you're going rock, when you're going rock climbing or rappelling, you know, it's basically a sling. It's a seat, a saddle. Um, it's something that goes around your waist. And it's basically a seat that you sit in. So you tie your rope off, you know, above your head, and you're attached to that rope, and you adjust your length to and from the tree with a pressic knot. Um, and then, you know, you make a platform around the tree with steps to step on. So the advantage of the step ladder is you can put them right next to each other around the tree. Where a climbing stick, you know, you you only have one or two footholds. So saddle hunting is it's the absolute way to go. I got into it from a buddy of mine. You know, we always use lock-on tree stands. And, uh, and then we got, we got my buddy and I started to get really getting into filming. Uh, so, you know, instead of going and spending hundreds of dollars on more tree stands, I started looking into the sling method so I could get above the tree stand and be the filmer uh, or be the hunter. So, you know, I just bought a repelling harness on eBay for 80 bucks and I designed the whole thing myself and I used my old army sleeping pads to modify it and I added my own D-rings and I kind of designed my own and that's what led me to design our own for Wild Edge. So it's just the most comfortable way and you have more shot opportunities than you would out of a tree stand. You know, it's kind of the method of the moon stands on one of your podcasts where they make the stand that goes, you know, around the tree. So you know, with a tree stand, you have that tree right there, and you only have limited shot opportunities. With a sling, you can just run 360 degrees around that entire tree. And, you know, 90% of your shots are under 20 yards, so you're not worried about bending at the waist because all you do is lean around the tree 
and your body stays, you know, stays in a straight plane. So it's and it's so comfortable. You know, the first thing you do in a lock-on stand when you fall asleep is you go forward, as if you're going to fall out with a swing. You're just hanging there. You know, there's you can go upside down. You're not going to fall out. So it it also doubles as a safety harness. Gotcha. So you know, when I'm climbing, it's my lines and belt, and when I get to the top, it's my safety harness and my swing. So it's just the most run and gun mobile way to go because you walk to your tree stand it's already around your waist and you can have multiple sets of steps and trees all around your around your property and just wear your swing in gotcha now you know is this a a made in america company product yes okay yep all right uh the next question is to where can where can people buy this product uh right on our website at wildedgeinc.com um we're we're in a couple of small archery shops around New England, um, a couple down in Louisiana, but you know we're our main sales are right on our website. Okay, uh, are you guys looking to be a direct to consumer company, or are, is the goal to you know establish dealers and and try to get into the box stores and all that stuff? A lot of people ask that question, and you know we literally just started um, right. selling in May uh, for the first year and a half. I started building my manufacturing facility out in my shop. I put a whole addition on my shop and, you know, we were focusing on manufacturing. Then we opened our store and we couldn't keep up with it. So I have a company in Ohio right now manufacturing the bulk of the inventory and I do as much as I can around here. But it's always looking at, you know, obviously it'd be nice to be in Cabela's, but, you know, to get there, it's going to take some time. But yeah, we're absolutely interested in, you know, getting into some bigger stores to get more visibility. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, when a guy starts looking online, whether he's in the line or or online, or he's got uh, he's at a store and he's looking to buy, you know, a set of he's got like two hundred bucks in his pocket or whatever, and he's looking to buy a set of sticks or and maybe a tree stand or even up to three hundred dollars, whatever. Why should he consider the step ladder over your traditional uh, sticks? And hang on. Well, it's basically, you know, what I also learned at the shows is, you know, 90% of your guys that walk up to you either use climbing sticks or screwing steps. And, you know, a lot of guys are using screwing steps, and they shouldn't be on public land, they admit it. And every single guy you ever talk to has a horror story about someone they know that fell out of a tree using screwing steps or climbing sticks as the ratchet strap broke or the screw and step pulled out of the tree. And on the way down, you know, they got gutted or they got their ankle caught in the tree or, you know, they just got tore up falling down. So basically a step ladder is, it's incredibly strong. It lasts forever. You know, you look at my product, it'll last a lifetime. You know, you think about how many times you replace the straps on your sticks or on your tree stands. These ropes last forever. And it's, you know, it's a mobile, compact way, lightweight, easy to use, and it's just, to me, it's just it's just so simple. It, ma- it, makes sense. it makes all the sense in the world. Gotcha. So what's next? I mean, where do you see this particular company going in five or ten years? Um, that's a good question. Uh, hopefully, you know, the biggest thing is just getting the word out and showing people, you know, just marketing this and showing them how it works and, you know, the biggest thing is just visibility. So, you know, just with the YouTube videos and just being at these trade shows and showing people in person how they work, you know, they could walk up to these steps in a box in a Cabela's and 
look at them and not know how in the world they work unless they were actually able to physically touch them or see how they work. So, you know, in the future, I would love to be the, you know, the ultimate climbing system, you know, one-stop shop store. Nice. Um, so, yeah, and, you know, the other thing that to get back to, you know, why guys would buy these is, you know, a big thing these days is tree stand theft. Well, with the stepladder, they're individual steps. So you walk up to your stand or as you get down from your stand, you take the bottom three or four off the tree and you take them out with you. Or I'll hide them in the, I'll hide them in the woods next to my tree stand so no one can get in my stand because I know if I take them out, I'll forget them on the way in. You know, and then the other advantage is you take two sets of steps, you set one tree stand up on the way down, you take the bottom four or five off, set another stand up, take the bottom four or five off, you just took two sets and made it into three. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yep. Um, anything else you'd like to tell the listeners about this uh, company? Um, just uh, check us out, and you know, if you're interested in a safe, easy, strong, you know, way to climb. Um, if you're a running and gunning kind of guy, if you're a saddle hunter, if you're someone getting your kid interested in hunting, and you want want them to have a safe, easy way to climb up in a tree, or you know, women hunters, basically anyone interested in you know, an effortless way to get into a tree stand and hunt, you know, check us out. So uh, where should we send people who are listening uh, to find out more information? Uh, right at our website, wildedgeinc.com. All right. Uh, you can on Facebook. Uh, we have a YouTube channel, Instagram, Twitter. You know, we're all over the place. Well, and we'll also be at Springfield uh, Outdoor Show this weekend. Any other trade shows this, uh, this season that you're going to yep. be hitting up? We'll be at uh, Springfield, and then after that I head to Columbus, Ohio for the Field and Stream show, and then after that the Hartford show in Connecticut. So, All righty. Well, hey, Andrew, I appreciate you taking your time to come on the podcast and chat with us today. Awesome. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate your time as well. All righty. Huge shout-out to Andrew for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate your time. And like I said in the intro – Andrew has decided to take part in a giveaway, and we are going to be giving away an eight-piece set of these uh, stepladder steps. Now, here's how you win. The first thing you have to do is go to Wild Edge Inc.'s Facebook page, and you have to like it, and also comment Nine Fingers Sent Me. And uh, you can just comment right on their comments uh, section. Other than that, you have to... On the Nine Finger Chronicles Facebook page, you have to share the post that mentions this podcast. And by doing those three things, I will pick a name at random. And uh, that name will win the giveaway. And uh, you'll be getting uh, a set of eight of these uh, stepladder steps to, uh, to use for this upcoming season. So that's a pretty cool giveaway. Again, like the wild edge facebook page comment nine fingers sent me then go to the nine finger chronicles facebook page share the post that mentions this podcast and you'll be entered to win huge shout out to ripcord huge shout out to deer lab huge shout out to exodus for their uh their continued support of this podcast that means a lot to me and uh it's it's pretty cool to be uh partners with such badass products, uh, companies that make badass products. Um, if you haven't already, check me out on social media, check me out on Twitter, which I suck at, by the way, 
Instagram. And if you guys want to be on the podcast and do a product review, uh, hit me up on Facebook. If you want to do a Hunter Profile podcast, hit me up on Facebook. If you want to do a BS session of just something like a, a cool story or whatever, uh, let me know on Facebook and uh, I'd love to get you scheduled. I got uh, I'm scheduled all the way through March and uh, looking to fill some time up in April. So, uh, you know, it's that time of year again where guys are going to start looking at gear. So I would love to uh, have guys go out and shoot bows again like we did uh, this last summer and do some bow reviews. What else? I think that's it, man. Hopefully everybody has a great rest of your week. Remember to, uh, you know, do those things to be entered in the giveaway and, uh, you know, bringing it all back to where it started. If you're going to be in a tree, taking it down, setting it up, doing whatever, wear your damn safety harness. Have a good day.